Hello, welcome to Grit and Heart uh, podcast series. My name is Jackie Green and I'm the owner of Grit and Heart Coaching. And the reason for these podcasts is because I want to start building a community to support business owners, especially in the last couple of years in relation to what the challenges have been like and what are they moving forward with being a business owner. And are you willing to raise your hand and actually say you're having a bit of a struggle? So welcome to my very, very special friend and guest, Rhonda Stewart from Clover Institute. Welcome, Rhonda. Thank you, Jackie. It's lovely being a part of it and connecting today. Thank you. Now, tell us a little bit, like for everybody else on uh, that's going to be listening in, tell us a little bit about uh, who you are, what you do, because you're one of the experts in the field like I am. But let's let's hear about you a little bit more. Okay. So I am a clinical hypnotherapist. I'm also a counsellor and psychotherapist and an NLP master practitioner. And I train in all these areas. So I teach courses in these areas. Um, But I also see um, clients for a range of different disorders and issues and problems. Um, And what I can say is that... um, you know, business is definitely uh, growing in um, mental health areas. It's um, it's different and yet it's the same. We've got a combination of things going on at the moment. Um, if I look at uh, the general clientele that I would normally see, uh, it ranges from a range of things uh, that are commonly anxiety, phobia, depression, you know, um, chronic pain, a range of different disorders. And we move from there. Uh, In the current climate with COVID, um, I'm seeing more people that are really having difficulty with sleeping. There's a big one that's coming up. Okay, so you've noticed an increase in in, in that um, sort of area for, and are they sort of people that run businesses or big, you know, make decisions for other people and staff and things? Absolutely. And business, of course. From a business point of view, What I'm seeing are uh, professionals that have staff and they're not sleeping well because any any moment their staff can ring up and say, um, I'm a close contact, so I can't come to work or, you know, range of issues. And if anything, they're finding there are more issues with their staff now in coming to work or even doing it on on a Zoom link uh, where they're finding their staff are more depressed, more anxious, more uncertain, more unsettled. Lethargic is common. People don't want to work. They feel like they're in hibernation and and they're struggling with actually working. So from an employer position, the concerns are uh, the quality of work people are producing based on all of those things, whether they are able to commit to certain days, whether it's uh, online or whether it's in person and how do they stimulate motivation for their staff and future forecasting is a big one it's a problem because the employees of course uh, are worried about the future and where they're going and what they're doing and that's challenging them in rethinking what they want to do in a work environment and this is then affecting the employer and so it's a vicious circle Oh, look, I totally agree. And these are one of the things for me, um, 
the people that I've been seeing and a lot of people I've been talking to um, that have been willing to actually have a conversation about it. Because yeah. one of the biggest challenges I'm finding, which is why um, I've called it the elephant in the room conversation, is because up until um, probably the last six months, people have in business have been reluctant to actually even admit that they're struggling. Um, because there's so much going on around them, they've been having to lift up everybody else. Uh, but then, of course, the challenges and the extra layer of, of things for, for the owners. So it's really uh, prevalent what you what you say around forecasting, because for me, with what I do with businesses is, is assist them in forecasting. And I don't know about you, but what do you think about, you know, how challenging and hard is it to even forecast your own business right now um, because of all these variables and unknowns? So I think we, um, we're heading down a, a very interesting path in the next couple of years. So based on that, and, and thank you um, for sharing your views and thoughts. So thinking about the, the people that are coming to you, sleep de deprivation, I think, is, is a key one, uh, and the impacts of all of those uh, sleep on health uh, of, of each individual. Um, have you noticed there's been some challenges with relationships um, and, or maybe an even a, a increase on people um, coming to you around relationships as well, not just um, with themselves personally, but also with staff relationships, uh, with this hybrid kind of uh, working from or not from an office and working from home? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the, the employer is also, of course, in a position where exactly what you're saying, they're struggling to be able to look at where the future is going. And for some, their business is quarter of what it would normally be and some are still shutting and opening and shutting and opening. Um, and staff morale is down. And whereas I've had a few business owners say to me they've had staff, whereas they were a team, they worked as a team, they're finding that their employees are becoming more ind independent in their thinking uh, and less connected to the business um, regime and, and business dynamic. And it's more about um, if I have to work then um, I'm really a part of this organisation. So they're finding it very hard to keep the, um, I don't know what you call it, the um, momentum of the team going would be what I'd say. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it, Again, it's one of those things that I've been talking to other um, coaches and, and business, but business owners as well and, and other um, uh, professionals like yourself um, in that, they're finding that the team side of stuff, where they may have had a really good cohesive team, obviously there's been such, in, and it depends on the state within Australia as well, it's been different in, in dynamics in many different states and especially the people in Victoria um, with such a long lockdown, but they found that they're finding that it's, it's challenging bringing people back together because you don't have that personal one-on-one -on -one connectivity anymore. Um, so like you said, it's a bit like being on an island and isolated, I suppose. Um, so thinking about, like, when you talk about those, those sorts of impacts, what about for you personally? Have you found, um, you know, how have you, been, how are you, have you managed with it? Because obviously as professionals, we see people with their problems, but then what do you do to help you to prevent you from, from um, you know, falling down in, in, a, in a hole, as I'll put it? <laughs> <laughs> Well, the good thing about um, therapy areas is that we have supervisors. So um, we're able to go and have uh, counselling 
for ourselves and supervision around how we're feeling, how our business is impacted, what's happening, where we're going. I mean, for us at the moment, there's business growth in mental health areas. So, um, you know, we're catering for it as best we can with a range of, I've had to get more involved with Zoom and and really um, a good part of my clientele that are too frightened to come out. We work with Zoom and for those that are okay, we, we still work face-to-face. But it's a mixture of people. And so the dynamic of fear is what people walk in with, regardless of what the other problem may be. There's fear attached to it. So then how do I deal with that in myself, my own concerns around uh, contact and connections, those sorts of things as well. So, you know, I've set up some regimes that support me uh, and, and one of them is definitely supervision. One is, you know, the COVID plan, so I've got that constructed and it's working quite well. And um, I'm I'm actually going to be teaching for the next five days. And so I tend to, to set up a little extra oxygen in the room. So we've got doors open, windows open, aromatherapy blaring and yeah. um, and it's a small group and it's spaced well so that you know we're catering for the need. Um, but always, I think, in the back of my mind, too, is the uncertainty of when does this end? It just seems to be an ongoing saga. Yeah. And what I'm hearing a lot from people is now, I just want to get COVID and get it over with. This is the latest I'm hearing from people. I'm shocked. But it's the big one. You know, I just want to have it and get over it. And in Sydney, we are probably, and I could be wrong with the stats, but I think it's something like one in three people either have it or know somebody with it. So, yeah. Um, 70,000 in the last two days. Wow. Gosh. Know, pretty horrific. And you're right. It's, it's, it's interesting what you say. I mean, it's, that's the, the level of, of the additional stuff I'm talking about in, you know, we, pro- we're providers of support um, and it's really, really important. And the key message I'm hearing you say is it's so important to make sure that you have your own support mechanisms in place. And I think, you know, it's one of the things that perhaps I've seen over the years, and, and I'm pretty sure you would have because we've known each other for that long, that a lot of practitioners that you that we see that we train and we work with uh, forget to do that. They just roll along, um, but it's just so important that you take care of your own health and well-being. And sometimes it's okay to actually go, no, I actually can't see you today. And then you organise and, and plan and, and do some other stuff or even going for a walk, like you said, keeping the air and the oxygen moving. So given the the current situation, because it's not all doom and gloom, because there's lots of people that are in business that, as you said, they're going gangbusters. So, But they've got a a layer of of pressure on top of them as well because I'm finding, um, and I don't know about yourself, that people that are going well are having some challenges around guilt. Uh, And that's the guilt because they're being successful when they're doing really well as opposed to, you know, Mm. friends and associates that that are not. Um, Are you finding that? I agree totally, yes, absolutely. Some businesses are super thriving and they are feeling guilty because they're looking around seeing other businesses go down the drain. Um, And so, yeah, it's, it's a weird sort of thing to have someone have over success, but it's, it's definitely out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in, just before we wrap up, because I, I really appreciate your time and uh, I know that you've got clients to see and how busy you are. Um, so if you could give a couple of tips 
So two things. What would be your prediction over the next two to five years, do you think, of the areas within your expertise that if you could suggest uh, and provide some, some insights for people of how to actually get in contact, um, be okay with actually reaching out, what would you suggest would be um, a good tip to try and have a conversation with someone if they notice that one of their loved ones or their colleagues who run a business are, are starting to sort of struggle a little bit? What tip would you offer? Have you got any tips you could suggest? Well, it, you know, it's important to really look at. I, what I would offer is this. If you're going through all the uncertainties, do a little map of where you are and, and, and a map of where you want to go with an implemented plan. If it stays like this, what would be the worst scenario? So I think you've got to address that. Yeah. Uh, what your worst scenario is what you'd like to achieve, have them both mapped out and then look at um, what technique could I work with to support me through this period till I have more clarity on where I'm going, yeah? yeah? And it's important to pace out your objections so as time moves along you can X out, no, that didn't happen, this is moving into a better place, X out, this didn't happen, it's moving into a better place. So you're rebuilding a pathway of potential with some sound definite structure to it that'd be number one number two is getting into a breathing um, and there are many different models of breathing one that um, that I like is uh, um, the heart math breathing which is very slow in and then even slower out and the aim is to count to about 10 or 12 on your exhalation and if you do three of those and then have a break and then somewhere in the day do another three it starts to break the circuitry of anxiety because that's what kicks in when you can't see the future as you would normally in your normal map out plan and number three is find someone to talk to and somebody that's in the same place you're in and look at strategies together see if you can look at your plans together and gain insights from each other yeah yeah Totally agree. They're the ones I'd offer. Thank you so much, Rhonda. I've loved being able to chat with you. Um, Hopefully we can do this a little bit more again in the future. Um, If any of the listeners want to get in touch, I'll give them all the details um, of how they can contact you or myself. Um, It's uh, www.cloverinstitute.com.au. That's us. That's me. That's you. Perfect. And if you want to get in touch with Jackie G, um, it's grit and heart. So it's info at gritandheart.com.au. Thank you so much, Rhonda, for your time. Um, hopefully we've been able to provide some of these um, uh, business people and decision makers with some understanding and some tips and tools. And I look forward to talking to you in the future very, very soon. Thank you. Thank you, Jackie. Bye for now. Bye.